Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with five times. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show. We do love the NFL, but Mondays like this remind us that it is a brutal and unforgiving sport. The game started badly, it got worse, and then it really went downhill. If it could go wrong, it went wrong, and a bitter mix of relentless misfortune and some frustration saw the Niners fall 31-7 to the NFC champion Eagles. We've loved doing the review shows, beating the Seahawks, beating the Cowboys, but today's show might not be quite as enjoyable. Uh, but we do aim for it to be good therapy. Uh, I'm Gareth Ellis, and the therapists are in. It's Lee Gowland. It does not feel great, baby. <laughs> Paul Hope. It doesn't feel pretty good tonight, Gareth. And and Najikawa. Hello, everyone. So, 24 hours on, how are you feeling about the game? Still no, pretty raw. Still pretty yeah, raw, to be honest. No, great. Still, still can't yeah. swallow the pill. It's... I it, it's really difficult to get your head around what actually happened because there were so many things that happened that went wrong mm. and it, it just felt it felt unfair. Mm. It didn't feel as though we were given an opportunity. No. I mean, so, I know I know that sounds tough because injuries happen. No, it's, injuries it's true happen, though. But, it's true. It's so many what ifs, isn't it? It's yeah. just I mean, ha- had we been beaten and we hadn't had the injuries and some of the ridiculous calls, anything like that, I'd have been fine with it. Because mm. the Eagles the Eagles are a good team. They've got a fantastic roster. Um, yeah. I, th- I think they'll put in a, a good performance in the Super Bowl. I'm not sure they'll win it, but I think they'll put in a good performance. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I don't particularly think we were beaten by a bad side, but I think we were the better roster out of the two of them and had the players we needed on, on game day, the players who started, if they'd seen out the game, I think it would have been a different story. So, yeah, it feels pretty raw at the moment. Um, again, we, we're heading into the off-season now, same as last year, beating in the NFC Championship game. And this year feels a little bit different because of the amount of turnover that we're just about to run into as far as the playing staff is concerned. So I think I think it's going to take... I think it's going to take a little while to get over this one mm, uh, and to come back out. Yeah, come back to our happy place. Because to be honest, I mean, that side there, offensively and defensively, they were excellent and, and they deserved better than what happened last night. Yeah, I think that's a good point, actually. I think, I think that's a great point. Uh, the fact that the team didn't deserve what happened to them and because they were the season went in the way we showed the team we were and going 12-0 with QB number three and and the way we were playing. I think we were the best team in the league. And uh, and having that kind of game where you're not essentially allowed to show who you are because of the circumstance and, and then frustration builds up and, and then you're just a shell of yourself because uh, you've traveled, you're tired, you know it's over. It, there's no really any other way about it. And yeah, it's just a shame. And I, I can't remember who said it, but I think it might have been Jake and Jake Goodbye saying so many what ifs. And you're like, oh, what if what if Brock doesn't hurt himself? Or what if Josh Johnson just has a bit of a decent game? Or what if they called out fall down um, catch that wasn't a catch? And what if this? And what? And there's so many. And every time uh, they, it went out, it went their way and not our way. Um, 
it's I don't think I've ever seen a game like this, even a, a game I wasn't a fan of watching, you know, and caring for. A team being that unlucky and so many things going wrong for them. Having your running back that potentially is going to play QB, I, I think that's kind of unheard of. Even in the COVID years, it's happened. It's happened once with the, the Broncos, didn't they? Uh, but they knew how they had time. So, yeah, I, it, it's the human nature to try and make sense of it. Uh, just, I think it's a lost cause to try and make sense of it. it it's one of those one of those days that football gods were, were against us and there was nothing we could do. Nothing we could have predicted or wanted that would have yeah, changed that. So you, you say the football gods... Mm. Uh, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but the NFL the network, NFL. <laughs> the, the NFL network, control the replays that go onto the screen during the game, mm. and they certainly would have had all the replays already lined up because they've got multiple people looking at the re- these replays, and there was one replay that clearly showed that ball bounced on that very first drive, and why that yeah. wasn't shown until two minutes after the next play. Yeah. Is, is beyond me. I find that very peculiar. I have beef with that, especially in big spots like this, especially with the NFL saying, oh, we've got New York now that can have a look at every angle and we've got 15, 20 people looking at this and there's one game on. There's nothing else on. It's not like they're busy doing something else and they missed it. Uh, on the biggest of stage, um, I, I think the officiating as a whole this year, and not just for us or against us, but as a whole, I think has taken a step back and they're really going to have to look long and hard at what they do and how they do it because I don't think it's good enough for, for the game. And it's a bit of a shame. I don't also don't think that one place changed anything. We lost by 21. Um, and that was quite a four-point play because they probably would have kicked a field goal. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that just, was fourth down. Did oh, it, it was fourth been, down, yeah, wasn't it? It had been a turnover yeah, on yeah. downs. So seven points still, though. You know, it's one yeah. of those. One play doesn't change games, uh, in my opinion. But you're right. Go on, Paul. Tell us what you think. You've been quiet for a while. I'm normally known, Gareth, as the guy in the group with a smile on my face. And to set the scene, we walked into Welland Road, and my man Nadji was there, and he gave me the biggest man hug. The atmosphere <laughs> was bubbling. The game started. Yeah. And unfortunately, buddy... It was a gut punch, wasn't it? Like the chaps have yeah. said for the first five minutes there. The one thing I will say, though, any other team in this situation loses the first choice quarterback. They write the game off. We went back into that game with a fourth choice quarterback and every single person that watched party still had hope that we were going to win that game. And that just shows you, for those people that maybe caught up in the emotions with sport, the highs and lows, yes, I'm feeling it the same today. I've not been on social media, been with my good lady, been trying to keep my mind occupied, but it was a gut punch. We know we have a strong roster, like Lee said, and the Eagles didn't exactly beat us. Our defence balled out on the night. But I just wanted to remind everyone that any other team would have sat back after that first drive and said, game's over, we'll just enjoy it, we'll get ready for the Super Bowl. Yet we were still hopeful. Even going in that fourth quarter, the atmosphere at the Elland Road watch party was was up there. It was It was a great meet despite the results. And I think that was what I wanted to get across at the start. Mm. Also as well, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles. I did have a couple of messages from some Eagles fans this morning, which to be fair, were quite respectful. And I did reach out to those people I've done pods with, say congratulations, the big one. But yeah, it was just a little bit deflating. 
And like Lee and Nadji have said, it was just that 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 catch looked awesome in real time. And again, I was stood next to Nadji, so I had my own analyst there. And straight away, Nadji was like, "That's not a catch. It's not a catch." And we were waiting. We were all looking at the screen, Gareth, for the replay. The replay didn't come on. So I can understand why Kyle didn't throw the challenge flag. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. He's come out after the game and said maybe he should have. But if he got that wrong, you lose a first down, uh, a timeout that early on in the game. But the touchdown for CMC, though, Lee, oh, the celebrations, that moment. That Bottling that yeah. moment up, guys. I'm keeping that in the yeah. offseason because that, was unbelievable. It looked good on the TV. Trust me, being there, I can't wait for the next meetup to celebrate like that with everyone else. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame that the uh, the Sky cameras missed that somewhat because Kinda. of where they were. Yeah, it's because yeah. of where they were set up. And yeah. obviously, we weren't given any direction to where to stand, so we all stood as far away from the Sky cameras as possible. <laughs> no, we did. The it was just one of those British things, thing, didn't we? We walked in. We went to the far end and we started filling up from the bottom end. And then yeah, halfway which makes sense, right? Yeah. It makes sense. That's what you do. It does. Wassermans came so over I... and were like, can you guys move? And we were like, looked around and we were like, we're not telling the no. people to move. We're all set up. We've got our flags. Yeah. We're watching the game. No chance. So the poor Skyman Gareth had to bring his equipment to us. But by that point, the game was already done. So I don't think yeah, he got it any was more done and dusted. So I, I just want to bring up a point there about the challenge and throwing the challenge flag. The thing is, Kyle has somebody sat up on top looking down, actually looking at the, the reviews and advising them. So, so yeah, it's ultimately the head coach's decision. But if there's somebody up in the booth saying, I've no idea because I can't see the uh, replay, they haven't shown us an angle that looks as though it's not a catch. They've only shown the angles that look as though it was a catch. Then he has to go with that. Mm. And it's the NFC Championship game. And every time out was going to be critical, every decision is going to be critical. And that, that's why I, I picked fault with the NFL Network. Why not yeah. didn't they show that angle much sooner? It was Fox, wasn't it? Fox had the cameras, but yeah, the same different. The, the only thing that people say is when Devante Smith said, "Let's go, let's go, let's huddle, let's you know, let's run a play," that should have been a big red flag. Uh, but a, then again, a big red flag. But also, yeah. they ran a play within what 10, 15 seconds. That's not a lot of time to take a decision, especially no, in moments like this. And you know, players do that to try and get the opposing team to waste time out as well. Absolutely, absolutely. It could have been yeah. my games. Um, it's one of those kudos for the Eagles to play that well and you know get the playoff on time. Bad on Fox and the replay people in New York to not just buzz it down to the ref saying, hold on a second, that's not a catch. Because, you know, it's the NFC Championship. You don't want to see this in, in big games like this. Um, it, it's annoying. But uh, again, it's one play. Should, is, did it make a difference in in grand scheme of thing? I don't think so. Um, it all depends on whether or not you believe in the butterfly effect. Exactly, because, there's yeah. a chaos theory. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously, chaos. obviously, but... You can't you can't think like that because so, then you don't do anything. I stop blinking just in case yeah. my blinking triggers us losing every game forever. It's, it's nonsense. Um, you can't live like this. Um, you can only go by the facts, and the fact that is uh, they scored thirty one points, we scored seven. <laughs> it's that simple. We did really? have yeah. a great discussion, Gareth, at one point when we weren't sure whether Brock was coming back, and we didn't know whether we were going to try and sneak Jimmy Johnson on or. 
Trey Purdy, <laughs> or we were talking about swapping jerseys around, and that that, that banter was funny. Uh, that that lifted the spirits, didn't it? Now you were all sitting around talking because we weren't sure at one point whether Brock was coming back, Gareth, and then obviously, you know, yeah, we didn't have the commentary, so we had no idea how bad of an injury uh, of Brock it was. I mean, it clearly looked like he couldn't do anything, and. Uh, I really liked his demeanor after the game when he talked. He, he he explained what he said to Carter. I don't know if you guys heard the, the interviews, but he was pretty. He was very humble, and he was he was saying, "Look, if you need me to go in, I'll go in, but I'm in a lot of pain. I cannot throw the ball. So just so you know, I'll go in, but I can't do anything. Um, so you you let me know what you want me to do, coach, and I'll I'll be here if I need to, but I can't do much. And I didn't see that, that one. I saw Fred Warner come out and say, if it wasn't for that guy, we wouldn't be here. Which, again, yeah, I yeah. love the team spirit and they're, they're the things that I'm holding on to. But as um, Nadji said, Gareth, there was a fire alarm at Ellen Road and it knocked out all the PA system. So we had multiple TV screens. We just didn't have the commentary. So we were yeah. on our phones trying to find out updates. And I think we got the sound back like in the third quarter, which by that point... Yeah. It was a bit pointless, but uh, yeah, it was. You didn't miss much on the commentary because no one, no one really knew. He was just on the sideline, oh, okay. and then suddenly Johnson's in, and you can see him talking, and you can see Purdy, you know, with the arm movement trying to throw a ball, uh, clearly in some discomfort, and and coaches talking, and and physios working on the arm, but yeah, there, there wasn't really much uh, information for the entire of the first half, really. Um, and I think we've still just yeah. missed the questionable in the second half. Like I said, if he's able to take the field, uh, unlike Johnson with the concussion who who was prevented, yeah. then that's that's all all you've got. And I think that's we, we've mm. talked about the catch. I don't think that was a turning point. I think the the injury clearly was. Um, and I think people have said with hindsight the game was pretty much over at that point because this isn't this isn't losing a starting quarterback in an NFC Championship game and and bringing in your backup your QB too. This is losing your third in the championship game and bringing in a guy who was signed pretty much so that Brock Purdy would have some company, I think, really, in yeah. terms of a veteran presence and someone to, to help him through it. And obviously... Yeah, pretty much. By this, but yeah. Because that's what it is. It's not a backup quarterback taking the field. It's a fourth-string quarterback. So at that point, I think that's that's clearly the turning point. We can talk about coaching and anything else and missed challenge calls. Um, I don't think any of that would be relevant necessarily to the conversation if Brock was still playing. So, yeah, to me that was that was the uh, the second hammer blow, and the the game just kept delivering them. I think. Yeah, on that on that note, if we want to go even more somber before we get trying to find some positivity out of this, I've seen a report that um, there is a, a chance that he might require a surgery that will take him out for about a year. Uh, yeah. A pretty bad injury, which means he will miss the next season. Um, so <laughs> with everything we've been through, and I think people can clearly tell that Brock at the very least had a chance to. It was his team to lose in, in training camp. Uh, but if he's sidelined with rehab and everything for 12 months, 9 to 12 months, they said, Potentially, depending on the MRI, who's he's doing today? So we'll we'll get that later. I'm guessing. Uh, fingers crossed. Touch wood, everyone, that we don't have an, another major injury. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the kind of night we've had. Like, we we could have lost him for maybe a year. So 
it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> when does it stop? You've obviously seen more. I've seen that this morning, and I thought I'll share it with you four first before I drop it in the yeah. group. And then I decided uh, not to drop it in the group until we got more news, like you said, the Tommy John surgery. I think Tracy was yeah, like, What are you googling? Johnson, yeah. googling Tommy John for? Is he going to play for the Niners? I was like, Oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. So that off season, I promised you, Tracy, where we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Might have to uh, have a little think about that because the quarterback conversation yeah. has come back to the forefront. Mm. So, and uh, yeah, let's let's hope let's hope it's not that. <laughs> so something has just occurred to us. Go on. So if it is a Tommy John injury, and he's going to be out for the next nine to twelve months. Nine to twelve months. Yeah, that's right. There's a quarterback that they may look to sign to back up Trey. Yep. N- Neil Watson will be happy. Absolutely. I don't know whether the Stingrays will release me late. I've only, I've only thrown a couple. Yeah. I, it's it's di- it's different this year, though. Um, we can go into that after we've talked about this yeah. game. But he's a free agent. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a conversation. So it's a lot different. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he ends up at the Jets or the Texans. So. I thought you were meaning with a big contract because they've got the money. No, Let's Jimmy not do G. That. Yeah, yeah, second Jimmy G, obviously. I thought you meant a certain number twelve, but we'll leave all that conversation. Oh God, no, oh, there's God, no, no chance no. of yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 there's no chance of that. Don't. So uh, let's not go there. <laughs> Johnson, Johnson into the game, um, and and promptly fumbled a, a fairly routine snap, which to me was probably the next big hammer blow, where you just felt nothing was going to go. Uh, our way, I think that that short field and punch through that certainly to me was the uh, the point where you thought, are we going to be able to get back from this? I fancied our defense to maybe get us a, a score, and you think, well, if the offense can get us a score as well, I think being two but two possessions down, um, even at that point at the half, uh, I don't know how you were all feeling at the uh, at the show, uh, but that that's the point you could just really feel it slipping away. Certainly for me, I think. I think momentum started to shift our way um, out just before their drive, that long drive that they had and they scored to, win, to go 14 up, which was aided by a ton of very soft penalties. Yeah. Um, at, at the very least, a couple of soft ones. Um, but even though, even though they, they managed to put a drive together somehow uh, and score... I, I think we all felt that if we could just get a drive in a two-minute drill, get down the field and even just get a field goal with having the ball back in the second half and making adjustments and and having the coaches get their head together to try and come up with a plan to put Josh Johnson in the best position possible, I, I think there was a, a sense that something could happen and we could have... Because the defense was bowling, absolutely bowling, and the, the final start says exactly what it says um they didn't really do much and they didn't look impressive at all jalen hurts wasn't good at all on the night definitely no mvp level to me on that game anyway and it as i think you're right it could have happened you know a big play on defense a pick six a fumble something could have changed the game all we needed was to keep it close and make them doubt uh, despite has been down and and you know when you get that rally and and that spirit gets elevated and people start believing, oh, Brock's not here, but we can still do this. Because at first you're like, guys, it's going to be a hard game. Um, but you you, you got to go past that. Um, I think it started doing that and that fumble just 
it was the dagger to the heart. And I just don't think anybody recovered after that, uh, including George Johnson. Um, and bless him, it's not his fault. The guy has clearly been on about 15 teams for a reason. Um, he's probably a very nice dude, otherwise he wouldn't be in the league anymore. He's probably a hardworking guy. He understands football. He's just not a very good quarterback, and and we paid the price, unfortunately. It's a shame. Um, but yeah, I, the only thing you, you missed out there, Nadji, and this might be an exclusive, Gareth, for those not at Leeds, mm-hmm. that questionable pass interference on Jimmy Ward. Nadji was defending Jimmy. I was stood next was. to him straight yeah. away. Nadji was like, "That's not allowed." And where we had the moment where we thought Jimmy Ward had the pick. Nadji wanted to buy that jersey, everybody. I assure you, when he didn't get that one in, Nadji was as disappointed as the rest of us. But yeah. to be fair, that 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 call was questionable because that allowed the drive to continue. It was within it five yards. They called yeah. they called him for holding within five yards, which is and he wasn't really holding him, let's face it. Come on. So we might not have had the commentary, Gareth, but we had the next best thing because Nadji was giving us all the in-game play and it was really good. Yeah, just noticed I was muted there. What we're saying is that that <laughs> happens week in, week out. People get defenses get holding calls against them when it's within the five yards, and I, I, I honestly don't believe the officials bother looking to see if it's within yeah. five yards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the, the officials tend to let people play in the playoffs. They tend to be a lot more lenient and let you know the game kind of go and well, well that's certainly correct. I mean, just look at Bill Vinovich. Yeah. Super Bowl yeah. 54. He, he let people play. Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, holds never got called on us. They just 11 penalties for 81 yards. I mean, so, I mean, some of them were really at the end of the game where people were just very frustrated and and all that. But some of those calls were really soft. And, I, and we're biased. I've, I've talked to a couple of my Eagles friends that said, oh, all the penalties were fine to me. Obviously, you're an Eagle fan, so it looks better to you. But so, funny enough, what I was going to say is the amount of uh, neutral fans that have reached out to us today to say you had some really bad calls against you last yeah, night um, yeah. kind of feels a little bit vindicating in the yeah. way that we're feeling today. Because I mean, I've, I've even had a Rams fan reach out to us and say, wow. you know what, you are absolutely screwed over by those officials last night, and that's a Rams fan. Wow. Well, I got seven first downs out with those 11 penalties, Nadji. Like you said, we don't, on this show, we don't normally bemoan the referees. We don't normally come on and say we've lost because of the refs. Um, and you were saying it that wasn't because of the refs that we lost. No, it's just when you look at the stats, I think that was the, the most penalties in a playoff game since 2002. However, <laughs> Gareth, the Trent Williams one. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I think we cheated as loud in that in Leeds as we did for the <laughs> yeah, McCaffrey touchdown. So that was yeah, awesome. You're not wrong there. Yeah, we did. That was awesome. I think it's a it's a small victory when you're surrounded by defeat. So yeah, yeah. Some of the. I mean, I think a lot people of have learned the lesson. <laughs> don't don't mess with Trent Williams. <laughs> well, by by the letter of the law, I can see why some of them were taken. But if if you're going to call those penalties, then there will be a penalty every other play in the NFL yeah. because they were those kind of penalties that happen all all the time. And they're letter of the law, maybe, but are they really impacting the play in any in any real sense? I think some of those. I think the roughing on the punter was again. Oh, he's touched the punter, so therefore it must be a penalty rather than. And it wasn't roughing. The attempt. It was running into the kicker. I 
I I hate that call. I, it's definitely not roughing. He gets yeah. his, his kicking leg and he rolls over and he gets pushed into it. Exactly. And it goes for the block. Yeah. And I, I'm sure if you go frame by frame, he might even like barely touch the ball or being so close. It, what what you guys the, the guy to just mm. vanish and teleport behind him? It's just not gonna happen. But that was that was massive. It was fourth and six. Massive. Yeah. So that you give them, you know, it's still not a first down. So yeah, it's, it's it, that cumulative effect. You get caught for penalties. You get frustrated. They you mm-hmm. you'll get caught for another one. Um, yeah. And it totally. just seems to me, I, as you said, the I think the defensive performance was immense. And I don't want to be too critical of some. Oh, from one player, putting which in have, which I have a beef with. Go on then, Angie. Who's your beef? I just thought Greenlow missed 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 out completely. He was a he wasn't very good at all. He was a step behind. He missed some tackles. He he got caught trying to do too much, especially on that Sanders touchdown on the left side when he got blocked by Kelsey. Um, your job is not to go underneath. Your job is to bounce out, try and make Sanders cut back inside where all your friends are coming from. That's where help is inside. Never gonna let people outside of you. That's that's how you lose, especially against outside zone, <laughs> outside zone run. Um, but I just thought Greenlow was an absolute shell of himself on, on that day. And plus, add, add to that the two or three penalties that he had. The, the face mark is it's the same as Fred Warner. I can't remember what game it was. It just it happens. Uh, not intentional, but there, there was a couple of other ones which, which were pretty bad, and yeah, I'd, a bit of a shame he missed that game. And we've, I think he, if if he hadn't, the game might have been closer, longer, which may have made them doubt, and we could have stayed in it maybe. But yeah, um, yeah, dry bad game. Yeah, never mind. It didn't lose us the game. I just you know. I just thought it was probably his poorest game ever with us. Yeah, I think everything is amplified a little bit, to be honest, just because of the raw feelings of what was going through, because we were just being manhandled. And the reason we were being manhandled is because the defence had been on the field for so long because we couldn't sustain a drive because we didn't have a quarterback. And it just kind of snowballed all the way from the, the, the third snap of our first drive. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't seem to get any better other than that one bright spot when CMC ran in for the touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing we had to cheer. Or, well, actually, that's not entirely true. Obviously, we had all the free giveaways at the end of each quarter. Um, yeah. But gameplay-wise, that's all we had to uh, cheer. Um, and, yeah, I think it just feels that little bit more raw than what it would have normally felt. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we always say the quarterback is the most important position, Gareth, and the high-flying offence we all have loved this season. Like Alicia said there, the Eagles just stacked the box. We were running the ball, and as much as we're good at running the ball, it, that's why it was a little bit disappointing. But on that note, Lee, the giveaways, I must admit, I was pretty impressed. I was impressed with how <laughs> the run last night. I think the turnout was pretty good. We had a mixture of new and old supporters. So I want to say that the venue at Ellen Road was pretty impressive hours i was, quite yeah. enjoyed myself it was really good it was really good cheap cheap food but pretty tasty i want to be honest and that's quite nice cheap booze which is nice as well and uh 
you know, little free free booze at half time. That's always nice. And the effort so, as well um, with the branding, I thought it was yeah, quite the branding yeah, was, was on point. But it was big enough, you know, it was big enough, and there was screen everywhere. And I, but it wasn't too overwhelming. So if you yeah. wanted to step away from it, you could. And uh, all the Leeds fans were very respectful. I didn't see any people came to watch the game. That's there was right. none. Yeah, I know some. Most people were a bit apprehensive of the, the soccer fan. Um, sorry, sorry guys, to call it that, but it's easier. Uh, soccer fan coming in and ruining it uh, by being a disruption and being not understanding what football is about. And and it wasn't that at all. It was really, really good, and I think everybody enjoyed it, despite obviously the mostly somber atmosphere from from the get go. Um, I mean, I think this was said to to Martin, which I have to mention his name, Martin Pepper. Thank you so very much for driving me to Leeds and back. Absolute legend. Um, I would have probably not made it if it wasn't for you. So thank you very much. Um, but I was saying that on the car on the way back. I just said, look, <laughs> I'd much rather I'd spend the, the evening with you guys and experiencing this with, with a bunch of people that we could laugh through it, kind of try and find, you know, talk to, to other people about other things uh, than by myself in my living room, uh, you know, with a cup of tea or whatever. And just not really knowing what to do with all that anger and frustration. So, yeah, it was amazing. That meetup was really, really good. And uh, I don't believe in a, in a Leeds curse. And uh, I, it's nonsense. It's exactly the same thing to say that the Davante Smith catch lost us the game. It it, it didn't. And Leeds didn't make do lose, lose the game. It was amazing. Uh, I can't wait to, to have another meetup here or somewhere else. Yeah, so that, that segues into the story I'm going to tell for the third time tonight. And that is that there's no curse about where you go to watch a no. game. There's not. If there was, I would never have been back to Levi's after my second visit because the first three <laughs> games I went to Levi's, we, we lost. Yeah, either side of those games, we won. So I was there for three losses that were sandwiched by wins. So if, if we're going to take jinxes like that, then I would never ever go back to Levi's. It, it's just daft. Um, Leeds as a venue, it was absolutely fantastic at uh, Elland Road. Um, I, I echo everything that Nadji said. I, I think the food could have been better. I didn't eat it, to be honest, so I can't, I can't actually... It was all right. Five it quid, didn't you know. look that appetising. No, it, it true. Looked, it looked like football many. ground food. Yeah, but, you, you know, the, the, we've all been to places where you get done, it's £15, yeah. and, and then you're disappointed. For, I'm yeah, thinking so, for five quid, you yeah, can't really expect exactly. much more than it was, feeding it, you. So, Price-wise, yeah, it was fine. It was, um, it was pretty good, yeah. So I, I did have a conversation with Aaron from Leeds United at, at the end of the night. Um, and and there was plans in place if we got to the Super Bowl to have another watch party at Elland Road. And the plans for the, uh, the, the Super Bowl watch party were absolutely amazing. Mm. This would have been a proper American-style game. It would have been. Um, so now that I've got a good idea of what they've got in mind for future watch parties, I'm I'm really excited. Um, I think I've already mentioned on one of the previous pods, we're definitely looking at doing two a year now, one in the north, one in the south, to give people plenty of opportunity to turn up. Um, the, the one in the north is not guaranteed to be Leeds. It's, it's not. It, it could be somewhere else. Um, it just makes sense to be in Leeds. And the one down south, I, I would say, 
if I was to guess, it's going to be London. It's going to be London because that's the most obvious play, place. It's got the highest concentration of people there. So you've it's got a better chance. And it's easy to get to. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, not for those that live in the Southwest. It's, it's still a bit of a True. trek for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, next season, we're going to be looking at having two meetups. So I, I was I was very happy with Leeds. And like Paul yeah. says, every, everything, almost yeah, everything I think- ran, Ben. Apart from the commentary and the TVs, which it, it took us. Oh, well, I, I think, think it was two, Kai anyway. So. Yeah, and I think it took us for about, was it the third quarter? It was into the yeah, third quarter by third, the time I think came, yeah. after Jensen was Again, out, so. don't know if anybody's aware. So the reason that happened is uh, when the fire alarm went off, because we had a fire alarm for a couple of minutes, yep. um, when the fire alarm system went off, it actually burned out one of the receivers for the sound system. And that's right. So they had to wait. That they had to ring somebody to come out. To it took them an hour. Out. Yeah, it took them an hour to get out. And all it was swap out a little box, plug in a little uh, three point five milli jack audio jack, and then you go. It worked again. That was it. Right. But okay. That's all it was. A little unit had burnt out because of the fire alarm system going off. Yeah, I think the the, the one the one criticism of Leeds is obviously the location, and it, if if you live down in South, it and I get it, it's annoying to try and get to. It, I totally understand. And uh, but you know, if we can and we will uh, be able to do two, then I, I have no problem going back to Leeds anytime soon. I mean, what was impressive, Gareth, was it was a Premier League stadium. We were out a park right outside. As soon as you walked in. You knew we were there for an NFL night. They had the mannequins with the jerseys on and the branding was good. And t- to be fairly, when you were off with your Sky Sports presenter, it was left to me and Nadji to um, hold the fort and go around. And it was nice to hear people. Okay. You, you keep going. I'll just show yeah. Wayne's pictures. Oh, just sorry, so I thought for context. To, so no, the no, no. Just... There that I was chatting to had ironically travelled down from Middlesbrough and had been coordinating with Lee. But when Lee was talking to Sky Sports, Gareth, me and Nadji went around the room and made sure you know people knew who we were and were the new members to the group and were the from Leeds. And it, it, the atmosphere was really good. So like what the chaps have said, anyone who hasn't been to a watch party seeing these kind of photos on the screen, for those of you watching on YouTube, Honestly, you need to get to the next one. And we've had three this year, Lee, which I think is the most we've had in one year for 49 for the UK. Do you think that's right? Um, is it only three? So we've had three we, in Leeds, didn't we? So so we had I three in Leeds and we also had the Super Bowl. So if you if you talk about calendar year, we've had four meetups. Yeah. There you go. And that's so, you yeah. work in the crowd. Yeah, Good look at that. See. Prove that I went and talked what, to people. What I'd like to know is how many cameras were on me when that photo was taken, because apparently it adds £10. So there must have been at least half a dozen cameras on us at the time. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. Gareth, on the Sky coverage, Lee had the patch centre stage, which is always yeah, great to see. Yeah. Fighting Anna nice. from the UK. I, I did not. Fair, and I mean... You did a great uh, job, buddy. You know, Cheers, if, if, if anything, despite the, the game being probably the worst game that could have ever happened to us, we had hundreds of people joining the group, and and I think uh, I think if we don't talking about this game because there's not much else we could we could say about. I mean, I, I forgot to say because I won't let that go. The Brock Express will never stop. Four for four, four for four, hundred percent completion rate. He's amazing. I can't wait for him to get better. Fingers crossed, Brock, you're all right. And um, and that CMC run was. 
pretty special. Yeah, pretty special. It, it, it got everybody screaming. Yeah, at the event. that was. Oh, me and Andrew Morden screaming. I think we held on oh. to each other a little bit too long after that celebration because <laughs> we were just blown away. People were bouncing off each other. It was it was amazing. The guy amazing. ran from Sky Gareth ran as quick as CMC to get from one end of the room to the other to get the footage because he was at the far end. But uh, <laughs> I mean, just before you move on, I wanted to just say Warden Lenar had a great game against their two top receivers. It wasn't as if we were mm. Burns, and I just wanted to mention that because a lot of people were worried about the Eagles and Hurts wasn't exactly great. Um, I'm still not over it, Gareth. I don't know whether who I want to watch, who I want to win this this next match. I'll, I'll worry about that at the weekend because Chiefs-Eagles, it's a bit. I don't know yeah. how you chaps are feeling. It's, it's just that bitter Chiefs. wind. <laughs> I want them to smash them. I didn't really enjoy the way they behaved themselves despite... Um, and I know they're in the moment. They might not realise what's happening, but... The fact that we had no luck, the game was pretty much over at way before halftime. Um, so the fact that they were still fighting and like being cheapy, and it, I just didn't really enjoy that. And the, 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 the players took after the very, fans completely classless. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a little bit. No, I don't think they're the greatest fan base in the world. Um, no. um, and the team kind of showed that a little, a little bit too much for my liking. Just, you should be a little bit above that when you're. You haven't played the game in a month, and you're in the Super Bowl. Um, just you know, you got very lucky this season. Let's just calm down a little bit. So I'm hoping Mahomes destroys them. That would be great. D- don't tell me this is breaking news, Paul. No, no. I was just going to say, Najee's shown the photos. So we had another um, cameo appearance, Gareth, another surprise. Mm-hmm. So in the run-up, I'd asked Lee whether I could help him because, as we all know, Lee organise this one on his own. Us three just sat on the sidelines and Lee's phone. Lee had a taste of what it's like to be me for a week, I think, and Andrew was giving him some grief. So on the night, Lee couldn't give me the guest list to help because there was two names on there that I didn't know were coming. So in the yeah. midst of just like chilling around, in strolls Jay Peplow and Kev Pippin, who had adamant they weren't coming, it was too far to travel. So I must admit, I'm not often lost for words, but that was one of those moments like when Neil walked in the casino in Stockton, that was blown away. And it just shows the testament of the group. People don't want to miss out. Nadji jumped in their car share. We had people coming from all over. But I thought that was a nice moment, Lee. And sorry, I couldn't help you because you knew they were yeah, coming. I mean, so you got your revenge on me because you kept a secret from me because you didn't yeah. mention it in the car journey yeah. down or anything. So it was just a I nice mean, surprise. As it happens, Leeds were so organised. The list matched the list I had. So we didn't really have to do much. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's just another really good thing that they did. It was all organised. Didn't have to worry about it once we got there. You can hear out, my so. throat. My throat's going yeah. because of the shouting last night. Yeah, it's, it's, it's take, yeah, it's going to take a while to get over it because I was shouting <clears> that much. Yeah. A big shout so. out to Wayne Humphrey who yet again turned up yeah. his camera. And yeah. there's a shot Gareth where we tried to get as many people in, and the marketing company was like, "Can we get that?" But I did get a couple of pictures of Wayne and his good lady. It was nice to get a picture of Wayne. But again, it's awesome that he turns up. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. He shares and the he's, pictures. He does it free of charge. Yeah. He's, a, he's a absolutely a, a legend and he's, he's such a nice, a nice guy as well. Uh, and, and his so, wife. So is, what, is a lot of people, nice what a lot of people probably don't know, if, if the recent members to the group, back in 2015 when I took the group on, 
from the previous uh, team of admins. Um, there was only me and, and Wayne Humphreys who, who were admins. So it was basically given to us. Everything was passed across and said, look, run it the way you want to run it. So for the next two or three years, it was just basically me and Wayne, and I kept on adding people as time went over, people who could um, bring value to the group, help us build what we wanted to build. Um, Wayne sorted out the website that we, because we used to have a website, we, we don't anymore. Nobody ever used it, but we used to have a website. Um, he used to take care of all the hosting, stuff like that. The email, so I don't know even if you two are aware, Najee, uh, Gareth, but me and Paul have 49 and Faithful UK email addresses. So, yeah, no, I yeah, yeah. So we use them for anything that we sign up to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Wayne, Wayne is pivotal, a pivotal person in when this group was created from the ashes. It, it's it's the phoenix from the flame of the original group when it, when it all went Pete Tong during uh, the middle of 2015. Um, and he was very instrumental in, in setting the foundations for this. So Legend. I, I know I know you're listening, Wayne. So thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thank it you. It is much appreciated. Absolutely. Thank and you. we have the best fan group in the UK, everybody. We absolutely do. Yeah, but that's proud. We we absolutely do. That's why I wanted to pivot. If we want to stop talking about this nonsense game that kind of in color game really. Um but if we if we can recap on what this group has meant this year and uh, the the leaps and bounds that we've taken. Uh, uh, I I didn't think when I started doing this podcast and when I joined the group on a whim looking for 49er UK fans was how how far that would take us and 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 involve us in my day to day life and and it's it it is truly the best group of fans maybe even of football period. I think because even in the states, and I know they've got Niners Empire, and they've got way more people involved, and they do way more things because they can. Um, but I don't think, in terms of, in terms of the people that we have in the, the amount of hours and care that is put into this group, and the result that we get from it, I, I just I, I think we are second to none, and uh, and I'm very proud to be part of this, and I can't wait to see what the future brings. And I uh, can't wait to get my hands even more dirty and do more work and, you know, get to get to Levi every now and then. That's <laughs> 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 the result. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm incredibly proud of what I do and to be with you guys. Thank you so much for being there. And uh, and what we've accomplished, I say we, but it's it's mostly the this guy in the top left corner over there. Over there. And, yeah, uh, you, your other left. <laughs> Other left that one. Well, actually, it's everyone. Yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's teamwork. Uh, we we all have a role to play, and some some are smaller than others. But yeah, I thank you for being in this group. Thank you for making it so much fun. And and because if we went there, if you guys went there, um, making it what it is, we wouldn't we wouldn't care as much to give back to you. So it it's a push and pull thing, and and it's it's amazing. Thank you so much. It's been an incredible season. And next year is going to be better, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, echo what Najee said. The, la the last 12 months in the group has been 
has been absolutely fantastic. The, the ties, the, the ties with the finance has always been there. It's been there since 2015. As soon as I took over, I, I made sure that there was ties there, um, and it, it's it was a slow going process at the start. But obviously, the marketing rights kind of kicked in, and all of a sudden, we, we've gone from walking to jumping in a Ferrari and speeding off at 180 mile an hour, and it, it's just been incredible. Um, I mean, the first thing the first thing I did last night was I, I text Nick Clark um, and said, "Look, it's not the result we wanted, buddy. Absolutely gutted. Um, it's not what the team deserve, but thank you very much for everything you've done for the group over the past twelve months. Um, I'm really looking forward to representing the UK and getting as many of our guys out there as possible to fill out that gold mine section. If we can do that next season." That, that would be absolutely epic because you, you could hear the noise last night. That noise, I think, this group could take to Levi's. And I think if we were there, we would be the loudest fan chapter ever to grace the gold mine. I agree. Because you know what we like. Agree. It's, it's, it's the whole, uh, I'll call it European football. It's the whole, yeah. uh, world football, sorry, I'll call it world football because that's what it is. It's the yeah. whole world football culture where that's what we do at games. We, we actually it sing. Means- I mean, so we sing, we scream, we chant, and it, we we used to it. So when we go to a game, we can just continue going all game long. And yeah, I, I think if we can get um, about forty people to be at the same game at the same time, we can fill out that gold mine section, uh, and we can have Levi's rocking. And I know, I know the Forty yeah. ers would love that. I know Nick would love that. Ali, Amber. The whole yeah. team, the whole team out there. That's that's what I'm going to aim to do for next year. So I know I've teased about it, and um, I, I couldn't. I, I must have obviously forgotten that I hadn't actually broke the news of what the big plan was, because I happened to mention it to a couple of people last night. And the first thing they said is, "Oh, that's the big plan then." So yeah, the yeah. big plan is I'm going to find a home game. We're going to get 40 people out of the gold mine section. We're going to fill it out, uh, and we're going to absolutely rock Levi's. I'll get into the benefits of the gold mine section in a dedicated uh, episode where we'll go back over the, the two of that, me and a few of the other guys did at the back end of November and December. And then you can get a good idea what the what, what the benefits are of the gold mine section um, and what you can expect because it is a great experience. It really is. It really is. That would be awesome. I Yeah. So, so we're saying two meetups, but that's like free really, isn't it? It would be a selective meetup in in San Francisco for the people. Yeah, like te- them, yeah. Te- technically it will be, yeah. uh, and the fact that I've I've got this unbelievable feeling that we will be playing the Jacks at Wembley next year. Yeah, yeah. And I I also think it's full. <laughs> busy, that, yeah, busy. Because I also think the Jacks game would not be used as a watch party game. I think yeah. it would be separate to the watch party. So potentially we might have a game against the Jags at Wembley, two watch parties, one Northern, one Southern, and then potentially even a, a game out at Levi's where we get a good group of people together. That'd be awesome. It's ambitious, I know, because mm. it does cost yeah, a lot but of money. But not, I right? think the, the, the idea is, and I've always said this about the group, when you get to a meetup, you make friends with people. When you make friends with people, unless you're incredibly shy, which I appreciate some people are, you just buddy up when you go across there. You share the hotel room and 
that almost halves your cost because the hotel rooms are over there quite expensive. So yeah. that saves you money. So it's, it's that type of thing that makes it affordable to go out there. And you don't have to go yeah. out there for a week or two weeks. Go out there the Friday, come back the Monday. That, that's what I intended to do if we got the Super Bowl. That's what I, I did I was, for Dallas. Yeah, I was, was going to go out to Arizona on the Friday morning, come back on the Monday morning, and, and just find a, a pub, and what a, a pub, a bar, and watch the Super Bowl in there with some of the uh, the Arizona chapters. Because they'd already reached out and I said, that's what I intended to do. And said, look, if you do come across, let us know and you can come and watch it with us. So that was the idea. You go across on the Friday morning, come back on the Monday, but take in that whole Super Bowl atmosphere. So just wanted to say, Wayne has posted the photos in the group and people are asking his permission to use them. And just shows you what a legend he is, Gareth. He's put, go ahead, but make sure you tag the 49 Faithful UK. Mm. And the 49ers, because you want to show that they mean business. And one thing that I wanted to say on the giveaways, Gareth, whoever won last night, everybody was cheering for them. There was no jealousy. There was no animosity. The chains were the first giveaway. The high fives <laughs> were going out. And even that, Lee, the giveaways that they brought over again surpassed my expectations. Yeah. And we walked in and we got the yeah, phone finger and we got the jersey right there. And then, yeah. Like, to be fair, Gareth, I, I won the last jersey of the night. It, it definitely lifted my spirit. And all I did was they took the list of names and they randomly picked people's names out. And I, I thought it was good. It added a nice touch to it. At the end of every quarter, there was a giveaway. We got a free drink at half time. Little things like that, which shows the respect for the fan base. And also, we made a point of thanking the staff as we left. And I think we made a good impression, Lee, when we left. Despite I think we did make a good impression. Yeah. Yeah. We Nobody lost. was... Nobody was too drunk and caused trouble, although there was a few people very drunk. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Jamie. Um, but, you know, I think we behaved ourselves admirably. And uh, for people that use the photo of Wayne, do tag us, but tag Wayne as well. Mm -hmm. Credit him. It's his pictures. Yeah, so, so Wayne actually has a photography business. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah when, please, when you please do his, his work. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if he asks you to take it down for whatever reason, uh, just do it. It's his pictures. Don't don't yeah. do anything stupid with it. I know I know you won't. But um, yeah. cool, you were you're obviously very close to the uh, social media side. Um, I think the two boys have covered it quite well, really, about the uh, the growth of Forty Nine and Faithful UK. I think some probably some final words from you, Paul, before we wrap it up um, on the on the community. On the community, really, the, the 49 the Faithful UK. I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Lee deserves all the credit. Lee is the president. I love that Lee got his recognition on Sky Sports last night. And we talk off air as for a, a friends, we have a group chat. Like you said, Nadji, when I dipped my toe into this doing podcasts and then Lee handed me the social media account, honestly, Gareth didn't think beyond our wildest dreams that would be wholesome podcast for the 49ers or the content <laughs> creators would be asking us to go on their shows and the reach last night gareth the amount of people who said yeah i've seen your tweets i said about one or two that i send out a day i've seen the facebook group they knew who we were as nadji said that's very humbling when people come into a room mm. shake your hand and say thank you for the podcast we look forward yeah, to the i'm still and i'm still not used to it that's, that's <laughs> insane i don't get it it sounds a bit <laughs> tough but People were like, you, Lee and Nadji are actually 
in real life, like you are on the podcast, because we were stood, we were watching the game, people were coming over. So the growth of the group has been amazing. Nick Clark, Lee's already touched upon that. He has definitely gone up miles in my estimation. When you think back, Lee, to the email we got where it was like, can you jump on a Zoom call? And the fact that he actually classes us as equals and it isn't a case of the 49ers tell us what to do. But yeah, the social media's going strong, Gareth. We're nearly close to 5,000 on Twitter. I am doing that the right way, which means organically we're growing it. I'm not trying to push it too much, but if we could get the 5,000 on Twitter and the new challenge, Gareth, for all of us is the YouTube account. Mm. So we have about 380 subscribers at the moment, which has gone up since we've started putting more content on there. We will be putting more content in the off-season. If you do, watch a video, like, subscribe, comment, share. Definitely wanting to get more and more people involved. And if anyone's got any ideas, reach out to me. I run the social media. But like you said, Gareth and Najee, the content comes from the community. And it isn't just what I think up. And Lee does keep me right. There's been a couple of taps on the wrist. Not many. There's been a couple. But the, the, the crowning moment for me, gents, was when you guys were in Vegas. And I had the 49 Faithful UK trending over the NFL, yeah, <laughs> over the 49ers. That, that was, was pretty fantastic. Fantastic, awesome, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's kind of, it was a kicking point for the, this season, wasn't it? When it was. Yeah. It was like, do you guys want to go to Vegas? And I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real? And, I mean, uh, it, it, it kind of hasn't slowed down at all, has it? No. It, it, it's and, just been one thing after another. I mean, I, I know yeah. there's a big gap between us coming back from Vegas and the watch party, but obviously yeah. we, we were building that in the background, yeah. and and it has it just feels as though we we now travelling at 180 mile an hour, um, and I, I just it's want like to say the to Paul, Express. Uh, yeah, so Paul does an absolutely fantastic job on on social he does. media. I um, so could not do what he does. I, I know I do all the back end stuff, and I try and um, I try and sort out all the uh, the the negative aspects of the group. And keep that away from Paul, and I'll I'll deal with that. Um, but social media wise, we've just come on leaps and bounds since Paul took that on. Um, so yeah, you are you're doing a fantastic job. And if I keep on talking, I might get another two fantastics in here to to match up with the uh, the Sky interview. I thought I'd only done three fantastics, but uh, <laughs> when I counted, it, I had five fantastics <laughs> in there, and I've just reached that number now. So I'll stop talking. Okay. Let's not forget about fantastic Mr. Hostman right here who tell you keeps what, us in check and, you know. I, I have never been so happy to hand off something like this to somebody because, Gareth, honestly, <laughs> you've got a lot of charisma. You you were built mm. to be a host. You were born yep. to be a host. You're far better at me than I am at hosting. Um, I mean, I, I started doing podcasts because I had my arm twisted to do podcasts. It, it took us a while to start and feel comfortable. As far as my hosting skills are concerned, I, I don't think I'm a particularly good host. Um, in my own opinion, I, I think I come across as a bit wooden. Um, I, I, I'm like Steve terribly exciting Davis. <laughs> I think that's what, how I would class my enthusiasm levels. So, yeah, thank you for hosting. You're an absolutely well, fantastic yeah. job. Um, I, I'm, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you make Gareth, uh, I'm sure you make Najee and Paul smile just as much as I do at some of your introductions because oh, yeah. you do I'm catch so us sure. by surprise. Obviously you, you don't do. tell us what you're going to do. Um, yeah. And it gives us a good laugh as well as obviously everybody that's listening as well. And yeah. it's part of the reason this pod has gone, it's gone better. You know, there's, you know, it, it doesn't do it without a good host. And so thank you very much. And I can't leave out Najee. 
So ever oh. since we took on Discord, um, Discord is, is a completely foreign concept to me, honestly. Um, so so now that we're on YouTube, if, you, if you've never li- uh, watched the YouTube and you only listen to the podcast, just get yourself on. If you've never met us, you'll see why I'm... It's foreign to me. I'm on too old for Discord. It's a kid's <laughs> thing as far as I'm concerned. Um, but Najee polices that really well. Um, and, and it's something that takes pressure off of me as well. So in the past, I'd have probably felt pressurized to to do something like that. Um, yeah. But it's good to have different people doing different jobs within the group. And it all makes the group come together. Um, and while I'm on, I'm going to go into... I'm going to give a shout out to some of the other admins that are, are quite active. The likes of Rab Wright, yep. Simon Rab, Brown, thanks, Rab. Yep. Jay Petlaw, absolutely. Um, Gary Thorpe's come on recently, last uh, August September. He, he's helped yeah. me out. Hard work. Um, and, and a couple of the more quieter admins who, who were there in the start to help me out. Just so I had a couple of people that I, I actually trusted in the admin team. Um, Dave, David Ellicott, uh, obviously my best mate. Um, who isn't very active on social media. He doesn't particularly like the whole Facebook thing. And Andrew Hudson, who who kind of tailed away from the Facebook thing a little bit, but he always listens to the pod. Um, and I nearly killed him um, the other day when I, I accidentally said uh, Dallas players had sex on the field. And I said, what, what was I trying to say? I can't remember what I was trying to say. <laughs> but it came out as sex because uh, he was in the gym at the time. And he was on the bench press listening to oh, it. Oh, dear. And he nearly dropped the weights on his head. <laughs> he nearly got his revenge last night, didn't he? He did nearly get his re- re- revenge last night. <laughs> yes, he nearly yeah. killed all four of us in the car. But we appreciate, yeah, the, yeah. We appreciate the drive, Andy. Thanks for the lift we there and back. Yeah. We survived. It was a good laugh. <laughs> it was. It was. There's a lot of well-deserved shout-outs there. And I think while, it, while it's something, it's the four of us in the pod who are, who are quite visible. I think... Uh, you know, people should know there are quite a lot of admin teams uh, of the admin team out there doing little bits and pieces behind the behind the scenes that help everything keep running. And I, and I think ultimately it's it's the people in the group, the people in the group that have responded to what you've done, the people who uh, in the group who've engaged in the in the kind of manner and standards that the group has set that said we're, we're all 49er fans. We're on the same side here. We're all hurting together. We'll all celebrate together. Um, but I think you know, together is the is the important word there, whether it's celebrating or hurting. Yeah. Um, and I think today has shown it. And there, there were so many good comments in the group immediately after the game, which are just like, that's just a, a, an unbelievable amount of bad luck. We'll go again. I believe in this team. I believe we'll in go again. Team. Yeah, definitely. We'll so absolutely I'm, go again. I've I've got one more shout out. One more shout out from the admin team, and I wanted to leave this one to last. Um, and again, it's it's a, an admin who isn't particularly active anymore, um, but he's been here since the start. He was one of the co-founders of the group back in 2010, and that was Brian Davis. Mm-hmm. Brian, obviously me and Brian started the podcast off again back in uh, 2018. I think it was me and Brian for the first two seasons before you guys came on and we, we started doing the, the awesome foursome from season three onwards. Brian's always been in the background supporting me in everything I do. Um, he, he's very busy now, so he doesn't get the time that he'd like. Um, he was good at that he couldn't get up to the meetup because of his work situation. He's missed out on a few meetups this year. Um, but I'd just like to put on record my thanks to Brian as well because he's been very supportive all the way through. Absolutely. Any final thoughts before we uh, we wrap this up? 
on the well, game well, the season or it, it almost feels like a bit like we're in the uh the uss enterprise here we, we're going to head into the unknown now we are but fear not people we, we won't go anywhere i know our season's over but there's a lot of things to talk about uh when it comes yes, to the Niners. Right. and uh it's going to be fun doing so we got free agency we got the draft coming i know with our first rounders but we can still find some people we're going to need them and uh and, yeah we'll we'll talk all things Niners. and we're also doing the supporters club live on thursday night for the 49ers that's again. right that's right so if you're a supporters club or join if you want to see us live yeah to start with Second appearance, boys. Second mm. appearance. Second appearance. One might say the biggest one. We're doing season review, so um, we're mm. going to have to try and lift a lot of people's spirit on, on Thursday. And uh, it's going to be fun to do that for the Niners. I can't wait to yeah. hear oh, Gareth's wait. introductions for that one. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, you're putting the pressure on Gareth now, man. Mm. Oh, he can take now. it. He's, he's good enough. He's <laughs> a legend. He's always going to be a... <laughs> A bit of a high stakes slot, I think that one. It was either going yeah, to be the autopsy yeah, or it was going to be Super Bowl preview. So, but it was it was not to be. I think we should uh, we should wrap this up. Hopefully, the therapy has been uh, good enough. Uh, there's been quite a lot of laughs and I think quite a lot of positivity. And I think ultimately, everything that hurt about that game is just we didn't get a chance to see what we could do. Uh, that's what makes it difficult to take. But it also it's just. That's that's not a loss where we really feel like we've been beaten by another team. It's just a loss to circumstance, um, and I think that's that's yeah, it's bitter now, but maybe maybe yeah. this will build to something better. And you, yeah, well, I'm, if not, I'm going to wrap the up. Faith and never lose hope. That's never lose hope, indeed. And uh, and you know, guys, the the best part of the season is coming. It's the four fuckers. Mm. The award oh, yeah, show is yeah. very soon, yeah. so we will be soliciting your your votes as soon as we. Uh, mm. We'll probably do that after the Super Bowl, I would imagine. Um, so we got a couple of weeks to uh, think about to think about who yeah. we're going to vote for and etc. But it, it's exciting, and uh, it's it's usually our best show of the season. We've uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. We do, yeah. and uh, so you can look forward to that. Uh, and just so everybody knows that 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 wasn't obscene language that Nadji was doing there. Nope, so so the four no. fuckers <laughs> sorry YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So the four fuckers stands for 49er Fearful UK Awards. Mm. That's right. It's an entirely innocent acronym. It is. Absolutely. Entirely. <laughs> and and it doesn't refer to us four. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although it more likely does to it every could, listener. It could do. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It does. So I think we should knock this one on the uh, on the head. Yeah, I feel better though. I Good. feel a lot better. So yeah, thanks for joining me. Thanks to everyone who Thank uh, listens to the show, and thanks to everybody who watches the show. Uh, not the show we wanted to be doing, but we do hope it helped you a little bit with the healing process. The 2023 season started in that locker room at the end of that game. We've got free agency, draft, training camp, battles, preseason, all to look forward to, and the 49er Faithful UK Awards and the Supporters Club Live event. So this isn't the end of something special. It is just the start. Go Niners. Bang, bang, Nana gang. The San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff form, going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline.